Episode 9. How to become a bridge. Here's a quote from Mary Oliver, the summer day. Tell me what is your plan to do with your one wild and precious life. And another quote from Kevin Jennings. I hope you use it to help those who are not as privileged as you are. Welcome. It's good to have you back. This podcast is a companion to my upcoming book, Compassion is What More. We take a look at ideas, experiments, and stories of people and organizations that have used compassion to build a life worthy of living. And I hope you too can subscribe to the podcast and follow the principles laid out. For more information, please visit my website at www.edafilbro.com and subscribe to my email list. A bridge is a good metaphor for compassion. In a world where sympathy and understanding are no longer the status quo, you might be wondering how we got here and what can be done to create a world where people can trust each other and support each other. On October 28, 2016, I was flying Egypt Air and I landed in JFK. All I know about America is the land of freedom. But surprisingly, when I stepped into JFK, happy that I have gotten to the land of freedom, I was stamped with a two years visa. But I walk up to an immigration officer and said, sir, I am fleeing from Nigeria because my life is in danger. But the immigration officer told me that, sorry, we don't have anywhere to keep you. So we're taking you to a jail. And I was like, a jail? But I was put on an handcuffs, my hands and my legs and my weights. And I was thrown into a bus that was driving me to a place I don't know. The only way I knew it was day or night, just a little pavement, you would see a bright shiny light that a new day has come. And when it's night, it returned to the same situation every single day. But all these things were happening, but they made me resilient and they made me understand something. That all over the media and every single day, people talk about they are fleeing to America to seek freedom. But the question is, why are people fleeing to United States? I don't see people asking immigrants, refugees, migrants, why did you flee to America? What made you come to this country? For 300 years, this country has been known as a sovereign country that has welcomed thousands and hundreds of people into this country. And that is what has made us one of the greatest country in the world. But imagine in the morning, you got off your apartment to drive to Manhattan. When you got to the bridge, you discover that you couldn't connect to the other side of the bridge. This was me, broken. But there is one thing that I know and I believe in is that you are the bridge that connects us from this place to this place. I remember Sally, the day I was released from the detention center. The next morning, she came to pick me up from the YMCA and she drove me to Jersey City Social Security Service and stood with me when they said, number this, it's time for you to come forward. She walked with me to the officer. She could have done so many things. She, she has a lot of things to do. She left it to walk with me. 
Why is that today I'm a product of this effort? For somebody to stay with me and say, we're going to register Social Security today, all through the, all through the way, I was broken. I don't have money. I don't have anything. But just to see somebody that stood with me through the process is enough. Most of the times we say we don't have resources. But it's not about having resources, but it's about being resourceful. Because when you give a refugee, an immigrant, or an asylee, or a migrant your time, you are not helping them. Because your time cannot change their life. But you are telling them that a word that have placed them in a position of no value, you see them, you hear them, and you validate that they are human beings. That is more than providing any kind of aid you can give to somebody. For you to be a bridge, you have to have a just cause. When you have a just cause, you can abandon everything because of that cause. Why is that? You know the purpose of what you are fighting for. That singular thing you are fighting for might not make meaning to anybody around you today, tomorrow, or years to come. Before I came here, I was looking at the story of the civil rights movement. I was listening to the audio interview. He said, the reason why I did not move to the back of the bus is because even if I do, I will not be recognized because I am gay. But it does not stop me from recording this interview today because I know one day it will save one person. So his cause was just to save one person. So I will tell each and everybody today, for you to be a bridge is to know why you are supporting that cause. If you know the why of that cause, it will not add you to, to help somebody. Sally, I will tell you the truth. Walk me through the process and push me like a baby through each and every step. And every day when I think about Sally, Emily that is sitting there, I celebrated my first birthday with her family. When I think about people that stood for me, that made me to gain courage and to be able to live my true and authentic life, I see people that have a just cause of helping just one person to move from one point of their life to another point of their life. But that is for an individual goal. But as an organization, you will say that it is difficult for me to do this in my organization because my boss would not agree. But some of you here yeah, are bosses. Some of you are leaders of your organization. When you don't trust people you work with, that team cannot produce any good results. Sally, for example, works 6 p.m., no time. Sally, do you have time sheets you clock in? She doesn't have time sheets she clock in. But the organization, I'm a board member of First Friend, she doesn't clock in, but we trust and believe that she will deliver. When an organization will punish you because you are sick and you cannot come to work on that day, you are not building bridges. You are telling the person to come and punish the migrants that will work there that don't understand English, and that person would not be able to offer the service he's supposed to offer to that person because he's angry that the boss refused to allow him to take a sick day. When you want to build a team that will help bridge the gap of inequality, you have to trust your team members. So when you want to build a bridge, you have to be building a trustworthy team. And one thing 
that can enable you to build a trustworthy team is flexibility. I remember that day that Sally took me to Social Security. Why it was very significant is that there are only two full-time staff for First Friend. And we have eight asylum seekers in the office that day. People that just came out of the detention center. She drove just me and one person out of the office, leaving the other six people in the office. She has a just cause to help one person. In everything I have said, when you inspire people to dream more, to think more, to learn more, and to do more, what are you? You are like this blank slate. A lot of things can be written on it. You can be called a leader, a motivator, an activist, an author, a speaker, whatever people want to call you, they can put it on this slate, but you know who you are. And who you are should always stand, no matter what. All throughout my life, it has been pushing me to this. Now, what will people write about me when I no longer live here? I know what people will write, but do you know what people will write about you? I've already written about Sally. I said that she is a bridge. What are you? If there's anything that I would want you to be, as a people, as a community, as a city, I want you to be a bridge. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. This podcast is a companion to my upcoming book, Compassion is What More. Please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps the show to be discovered by new listeners. And it's a good thing to do as we try to spread the message of compassion. I'll see you next time.